0: Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review. One of the best things about the internet is its capacity for enabling free speech. What an incredible platform, I think we can all agree it is, to allow passionate and talented content creators to distribute their art out to people. And of course, one of the worst things about the internet is that it allows three attention-seeking middle-aged men to shout their thoughts about movies and kids' TV into the yawning empty chasm of space. And that's where you found yourself this week, if you're listening, as we discuss a train-themed week.
1: Yeah, train apart from the top five. Yeah. Unless you went to the dining cart. but I have
0: actually got one or two that are okay well, dinner train uh, well, that's, console, that's so good then yeah, yeah. We're, we're in yeah so that's already started with our midweek review of franchise ender back to the future part three and continues with the top five dinner scenes followed by the zombie <laughs> drama train to busan and the it seems incredible that we've never done this before but we haven't and i checked more than once thomas the tank engine now, as everyone knows, the first train was discovered uh, fossilized by Englishman Dr. <laughs> Glenjamin Train back in the summer of nineteen ninety seven, <laughs> and there'll be other little mind nuggets like that for you as we go through the show, probably. All that's left to do is introduce the dads myself, Riggs, Sidie, and the
2: returning Howie. Yeah. Hello. 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 I've i I'd like to apologise to the, the vast readership of listeners. Yeah. I don't know what term leadership of listeners? No. List of L- listeners. listeners. List of listeners. Sorry, yeah. I've been out through injury. Mm. I ripped my bicep, furious wanking, Achilles, furious wanking, mm. and I've been penning my-
0: And like we say, there is there any other other kind?
2: Yeah, there isn't. I've also helped pen the memoirs of Prince Andrew. Mm-hmm. So we're at the Pizza Express moment right now. It's kind of a bit vague, but for legal reasons, I can't go any further. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, I've uh, I, I've generally been just recuperating from a catastrophic rugby injury, yeah. wanking in yeah. the showers with Paul Tomlinson.
1: You, you have been missed. yeah, Not by us, no, but no. people listening, I'm sure.
2: Well, yeah, you know, yeah. You, you build up on OnlyFans content only through <laughs> hard work. Hard work. Mm. And that's kind of what's led to my injury. Oh, well, it's good to have you back. And if we could... All contribute to the OnlyFans. I wouldn't feel like it's a one arm slog for me.
1: (laughs) Perhaps Dan is away creating some OnlyFans content because
2: we literally have no fucking idea where he is. (laughs) Yeah, he was going to be here. We are in his
1: his man cave, but he is not here. Mm. I'm
2: concerned that he's in a bad place, like he's trapped in the toilet. Guernsey, Guernsey. Yeah, he's trapped in the toilet. He's had a stroke on his stairlift. He's I don't know. I saw
1: his wife. She didn't seem overly
0: concerned. So
2: if we check the compost heap. Mm.
1: I mean, we're in now, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't absolutely. need him for anything else. So we had a top five last week. Yes, top five insects.
2: I have some small insect-related yeah, oh, go dad, on. disaster, first aid content. Yeah, When we are in France, my daughter did the worst thing I've seen anyone do to an insect and have the retribution of that insect. She stood barefoot on a wasp. Wow. And she screamed and... Normally, if I'm in a play park and a girl screams, yeah. I know what to expect. Yeah. But this time round, I actually had to do something and uh, I ran to the cafe. Cafe?
0: Yeah. What yeah. is the immediate solution for I that? went,
2: Mon fil stood on the wasp. <laughs> yeah. And she said, Oh, buffalo. And she goes, Put this creme um, on, your, on your food. Yeah. And it was this anti histamine cream thing yeah and it worked very quickly that's good but yeah crisis averted so dad's out there carry cream with you
0: yeah we carried it at anthizan there are probably other products available but don't we carried are. that my youngest stepped
2: on a weaver fish <gasps> yeah that's not good you have to piss on him
0: uh no put him in hot water
2: <laughs> oh i was <laughs> pissing all over my wife yeah.
1: <laughs> more only fans content
0: so what was your what was your
2: insect i've now forgotten so that's good i focus more on the story about my daughter so if i and i could have filmed it and then that would have been part of it
0: okay have you not got a top five insect for us oh there is there is an
2: insect it's the keanu reeves film the day the earth stood still yeah the remake
0: of the yeah
2: and they have those swarms all right, okay, yeah, and all those sorts you remember there's the tr- scene of the truck going down the freeway and they kind of the swarms yes eat all of the objects
0: yeah yeah, very biblical
2: hmm there we
0: go. Oh, that's so I don't think we've ever had that movie nominated no we also had so. another
1: movie nominated all the way from Australia by Mel which was called It Happened at Lakewood Manor which is about killer ants mm-hmm. and Mel also nominated Hunger Games because there's a girl who's killed by killer wasps mm. in that which she says is pretty awful and I think that might have been it we had some others that we mentioned online on the show last week so what do we want to put in I'm going
0: to put let's put Howie's in he's returning let's let him be triumphant yeah okay I'm up for it yeah, very very of it
1: yeah done did you watch anything last week Riggs? well yeah I did
0: actually I watched Carter on Netflix you seen that advertised it's the guy who did the villainess I can't remember his name Jung oh, Jung Byung Gil a South Korean guy it's this crazy crazy action movie yeah
1: okay I don't know about
0: that one
2: I watched. Uh, I introduced to the children to Ghostbusters Two with Vigo. Mm. and they really enjoyed it. And I have to say, this is proper geek talk. Now we have a new telly, and it's got UHD or that gumph. So it was watched through Amazon with UHD. And when you put on Amazon Films now, they have a. Op- it comes up automatically as filmmaker mode on.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, you it- want you want that. You don't want. Motion, motion true, yeah, true game motion game or whatever
2: the fuck it is made the film look brand new mm. but not in an overbearing way it was fantastic mm. and a few things that we've watched uh it you, you you are drawn into consumerism with the latest tv but things like i've watched a few game of thrones old episodes you know mm. the ones that were super dark and you couldn't see fuck all yeah, yeah, yeah. they come out really well the new house of Dragon House of the Dragon. House of yeah, the Dragon. Right. That's that seems to be really good you on it. Been watching that. I've watched the first episode. Yeah, I watched the
0: first three. Now is that all of them? I yeah. Think so, yeah.
2: And uh, have you watched any of the Rings of Power?
0: Not yet, but it's it, if you if you're struggling to get to sleep. You, yeah, right. Yeah, go, I saw an advert for it, and I thought that looks terrific. It, it
2: looks terrific it's just a bit
1: I think I picked up my phone after about 15 yeah. minutes the first oh, one is right. so fucking dull
2: is it, it? It, it does look good but there's lots of That's zoom out think. here's a map of somewhere yeah. mm. and this is going to explain that this place is here it's so much explaining and yeah. it just draws so much, you away from so it. much
1: world building it's such a huge yes. cast mm. so there is hopefully it'll all come together and it's just like oh, here's some people over here but here's, you know, oh god fucking hell it's so bored really, I really struggle with it mm. I have watched the two episodes that are available and I will I will continue to watch it as well. I think I'll it give it somewhere.
2: a go. Still it still makes me think Game of Thrones is still the one though. I think yeah. I just I bought into that straight away. Memorable names, whereas already I'm a bit lost with some of the names of House of Dragons, just because of the, oh, it's just the
1: case. Damon's only I can remember. Yeah, exactly. Uh watched that, watched Rings of Power, Watched. been watching she hulk up to date with that. And also I've been watching This Is Wrexham. Anyone seen that? No, no I would no, like not, yeah. to. It's really good. Yeah. It? It's really, really good. They're not really in it that much. It's more about the club and the community. And then they obviously do come into it, but they've basically sent – it's Rob McKellen. He's it's one of the writers. Mm. He's a Brit. He's one of the writers on Sunny. He's sent over to be their sort of liaison. And then it's just the story. You know, It's just like a behind-the-scenes of any sort of football club. But It's just like – This weird situation where two fucking alias guys have bought this fucking like fairly pitiful club in a real shitty town, you know, (laughs) and trying to turn around. You get like fucking quite hooked on it, you know. Yeah. Fucking one episode a week, bullshit. Fuck off. Yeah. And they're dead short. They're like 22, 23-minute long episodes, so you can really fucking charge through it. So maybe wait till it's finished, but I would definitely recommend that. It's been it's been good. Yeah, I could get into
2: that. Mm. I'm charging through a Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. So we've started from the beginning, getting through that. We're about season halfway through the whole thing. That's an easy one. That's another 20. These 20-minute mm. things, yeah. easy to pick up and put... Yeah. Because the, by the time you've finished forcing your kids to bed and cleaning their teeth and making them less generally stinky it's quite late enough the time you're and you cream cracker well it's also on. it's
1: like good binging time because you you sort of get to whatever time and you think oh, I could dash I could just do one more cuz they're short so you mm. can just like get another episode in. quite like that but i don't think i've watched any movies this week other than homework right well let's crack on with the top 5 which was dining scenes because we've had food like a just an open ended food one before yeah. but this was i was thinking you know round the table kind of dining yeah. you know, like not necessarily dinner party no but that would count obviously but just, just it's a lot of different moment. types
0: though isn't it yeah it's a good good subject
1: yeah actually i just thought one. anyway right Howie, go first
2: i will go for one that made me laugh loads at the campaign with will ferrell zach I don't know if you've seen this I would heartily recommend you all YouTube the clip it's readily available if you type in the campaign film dinner scene Zach Califanakis is running for election and he's telling his family, his two sons and his wife that they need to be aware of media scrutiny and if there's anything they wish to disclose they're quite God-fearing people they should do it immediately and there's a short bit of script he says to his son I want you to put it on the table and his son said I said the Lord's name in vain at school And then he looks at his other son who says, I went to the petting zoo and let the goat lick my penis. And his dad's looking at the floor. And then the the boy then says, I had a beer with the old biker man and he let me touch his old lady's titty. And then the next boy goes, I go to the mall, hide under the stairwell, take photos up women's skirts. I have a whole book of shots under my bed. Then finally the son says, one time I put a firefly up my butt. Why did you do that? to make my farts glow. And then the last one is the boy just, this, the, the mother's like, keeps saying to him, look, they're, they're being honest. They're being honest. And he goes, I shaved the dog and glued the hair to my nutsacked t- to look like a grown man. <laughs> and then the mother just breaks down and just shouts. I touched myself to drew Carey, <laughs> So yeah. Um, it's kind of a weird film. This it is funny, but it was. I think it's one of the. I
1: think it was of, a flop, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, proper flop. Mm. But it is quite funny to watch, and it's available on most streaming platforms. But I'd recommend you YouTube the the dinner scene from it. Cool. I'll go for because
1: what I have been watching this week is loads and loads of clips of the trip. All right. Which is essentially yeah. just. Dinner. dining after dining scene after dining scene because it's what they're doing they're yeah. going around reviewing meals in restaurants and writing it for The Observer I think it was it's good isn't it and the, one of the ones that I was really enjoying was the Italian one mm. have you seen these Harry? no it's, I was going to yeah. ask what is, so it's, the Steve, trip is, it's Steve Coogan and Rob Bryden playing oh, right. kind okay, of a fictionalised version of themselves a lot of it is ad-libbed and there's one in, in the uh, so basically Coogan's a bit of a prick yeah, real ego in it and Bryden's just like poking fun at him and they've got this sort of Uneasy friendship where they get on, but only if Coogan can try and compete, try and make himself believe that he's better and more successful. Mm. It's it's like that, but they're obviously just like having fun. And there's one where they're in Greece, where he he just tells some really shit story, and it's obviously ad libbed. And Rob Bryden does an impression of Michael Parkinson, like, oh it's a great story. And Bryden, Steve Coogan just fucking burst out laughing, and I'm sure that's genuine. I'm watching it, I'm, i bet that was like a genuine reaction, like he just didn't see it coming. But the one that, that got me thinking about other dying scenes was their Italian one where they're on a like a hotel veranda thing. It's really fucking beautiful. And he starts doing Godfather impressions. I have yeah. seen this, yes. Yeah. And he it's the Al Pacino ones that I fucking yeah. think. It's so good. Because at first he does the the Godfather one, which is the scene that got me thinking about, yeah where he's, he's like early Pacino, where he's a bit more reserved. And then he does the later ones where he just starts shouting and everything that he and says is fucking shouted. Yeah. Like, I'm not even going to do it because I can't do it. But the scene that it got me thinking about was the one where Michael goes full Godfather in the original Godfather movie in the restaurant where the gun is hidden Mm. in In the 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 loo and he just, yeah, he excuses himself from the table goes off, gets the gun and just fucking executes everyone. And you're like, yeah, that's pretty fucking full
0: on. Yeah. A pretty memorable one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's set up in the Sopranos finale to be a similar kind of.
2: It's such an intense scene. It's got the bent cop and the leader, the rival mafia group leaders. It's Scalazzo, Solazzo and McCluskey. Mm. And it's it's so, it builds and builds and builds and you, you, you're you not sure well, whether you, he's going to do it. Well, you know
1: the plan because they've told you the plan, yeah. but, but you don't know if he's going to yeah, have a, you know, because he's not done this sort of thing yeah. yet. You know, he's volunteered as the the one who's not been around in the family. You know, he's just come back from.
2: It's so brutal yeah, and it's so underplayed it's not like a John Woo, two guns, bang, bang, bang. it's, no, it's like, just how it would go down, bang, bang. And yeah. bang, And it's just horrible. Yeah. But exactly. You said. And he stands there and he has like a couple of seconds of, because they've told him in the plot, they've told him in the, the whole plan that he's just to walk away, isn't he? Yeah. And he kind of sort of stands uneasy for a second and then goes. Yeah. I
1: would imagine it would take its toll on you doing something like that. Today? Yeah, <laughs> it
2: might affect you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I'd love to say that the first thing I thought of was Citizen Kane's table montage, where the uh, table grows bigger to illustrate as his wife and him, you know, move further and further apart to illustrate their emotional state. Likewise, I'd like to say it was the fabulous silent film, the 2011 one, The Artist, I think. I haven't seen that. Uh, I've not seen that. Uh, It's great. And they show... Like the uneasy silence of a of a dinner between two people when they're not talking. But really, what I thought of first was uh, the Night Professor, I think it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The clumps. Hercules,
2: Hercules. Yeah. So and the that's
0: it. Yeah, farting and lots of stupid shit. And it's all Eddie Murphy.
1: Yeah. Hmm. He likes doing that, doesn't he? Yeah. Playing a, a myriad of characters. Yeah. yeah. I
2: haven't actually seen it. Oh, The Nutty Professor? No. no, It's funny. I reckon it's a good one to watch for the kids.
0: Yeah, that's the only way I would see it. I would reckon it's probably got some terrible messaging in it about oh. bodies and stuff now, because there would be a lot of outdated opinions in that one yeah, for the pod.
2: Mm. <laughs> Howie? I'm going to go for a nice film, Lars and the Real Girl, that we've...
1: Yeah, we all finished, love that, don't we? we?
2: really mm. like that. Where Remind Ryan me of God- that? Well, re- what, what's the dinner scene? It's when he's with his he sister introduced. in law and his brother. Is sister in law and his brother? <laughs> and they have, and he has the meal, and she sat there, and she's been served a full meal, and he's making Ryan Gosling's making conversation like she actually is, yeah, a, an actual human <clears throat> being. Because yeah. obviously the premise of the film is that it's a, it's a coping mechanism, yeah. And Emily Mortimer's character eventually it's a struggle uh, the brother's just sitting there going what the fuck what the fuck and and to be and to be fair to it she gradually plays into it and accepts the conversation it's very Mm. awkward and stilted but not at all awkward and stilted from ryan goslin's point of view who is genuinely talking about her as though she is a functioning human being in the room Mm. and it's a as a broad, on its own isolating it's an odd scene Broader context of the film it, it's quite nice oh it's a great film it's a that. lovely lovely film and it's mm. one that I think if, if it wasn't on a rental on Prime I mm. think I would re-watch it again yeah. uh, pretty much soon I thought it was just just a really nice
0: yeah about how a, a
2: community can come together to help. yeah when they find the good in it and mm. realise that he's on a specific Traumatic journey that yeah. he needs help, and it's it's a lovely film. I was, mm. it's, it's one of the bad dads. Well, I think it's one of the ones that I thought, Do you know, what? I'd never have watched. Yes. that mm. And yeah, it really did turn the tide with someone that's with my perception of what it was. So I was mm. grateful to have seen it. Yeah. Cool. I've got some more death at the dinner table.
1: Alien, yeah, has the scene mm. for a big long build up where John Hurt has his face hugged and is ill for a while, but he comes, he, he's revives, and there. They're in the mess hall, I guess you could call it, uh, on the ship, and the Nostromo, and they're just sitting down to dinner and chatting, and all of a sudden, he's really not feeling too good, (laughs) and we all know where this goes, but the the alien bursts out, but it's the first time in this franchise, which now has got a million films, but this is the first time we've seen it, the the, thing bursting out of his fucking chest and running off, and fucking dead you know and he was one of the stars of the film yeah. you know big big star and it's so fucking gory and fucking horrific you know well, it's
2: it's a proper bit of
1: it's horror like a- in
2: a mainstream film at an early time of that sort of film being not necessarily being out there for the general public to have seen that would have been kind of a a niche horror market that would have been...
1: Well, I just don't think that was the kind of horror you would expect to see in that film. You, mm. you were expecting to see an alien, like a big alien, yeah. and they're going to fight an alien. Very but you weren't clean expecting-
2: science fiction film. And it's all this yeah. talk
1: about it being like the male giving birth, mm. you know, mm. fear, that sort of thing that it plays into. I just think it looks cool and it's mm. very bloody and pretty grim.
0: Yeah. A lot of dinner content in the Silence of the Lambs type universe. Mm. Hannibal yeah, TV series of, yeah. has got a load oh, of... Oh, no,
1: sorry. I was talking about the film. But mm. Silence
0: of the Lambs itself has obviously got several dinner scenes in it, and which is the one where he feeds
1: Rayleigh Otto pieces.
0: That's of Hannibal head. the that's film. Hannibal. That's the, that's I thought at of the end yeah.
2: of Hannibal.
1: He sedates him and cuts off his skull, mm. the top of his skull. Yeah,
2: he scalps him, doesn't he? And yeah. as he's feeding him bits, he starts losing various abilities to talk.
1: Yeah. Looks
2: delicious,
1: doesn't it? I've never eaten brain. It's
0: on no. deal,
2: isn't it, in France?
0: But all throughout those movies, there's dining scenes. I forgot completely
1: about the series. I, I actually really yeah. enjoyed the series.
0: Yeah,
2: I did too. I, I particularly, It's twisted. I got really worried about how much I actually would like to be him because <laughs> I quite liked his... Yeah. <laughs> kitchen i liked his dress sense his yeah. articulation i thought he seems a good cat good catch you know his
0: manner apart from the killing and stuff yeah, but, well, well, everyone's with, got something
2: yeah, yeah you know swings and roundabouts but i do
0: worry you know you don't want to go to film bro where you just talk about you know a small subset of movies i don't think we've ever really talked about pretty woman yeah i was going to mention this,
2: that uh, it's the uh, there's the snail scene I, oh, yeah, well, I was thinking of
0: he's showing her how to use the forks and he admits that he doesn't know the order. and Oh, the what, salad what, yeah. thing, yeah. But, yeah, the snail thing's good as well. Was that in the little, trailer? Slippery
2: little suckers. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I think that's a bit of a cunty thing, excuse my French, of Richard Gere's character. And it's very snot to to order someone who clearly has never eaten mm. snails, to order them snails. yeah. Good, though. You ever had snails? Welks, but not snails. Yeah. He's but never, well,
1: sna- snails are good, but they're just covered in fucking
0: garlic. Like, yeah, you
2: know what? I was going to say it's just covered in garlic, man. Exactly. Which is awesome.
0: Garlic and salt, you can eat anything. Yeah.
2: I'm going to go for an obvious one. Monkey brains in my best non-conformist stereotypical accent. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, where Capstick, whatever her name is, she annoys me. I really Kate Capshaw. Uh, yeah, Capshaw. I wish she'd get rid of her. Snakes and monkey brains. And monkey brains, is that the soup? That's the dessert. That's the dessert. What's the soup that she ordered? Sheep's eyeballs. Sheep's, Sheep's eyeballs. And yeah. 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 so snakes. It, eels and... Yeah. The, 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 now, this is the thing. I it's, It says wherever you look it up, it says snakes. But when he cuts open the belly of the anaconda, it's got like... Yeah. Loads
1: of them just come out.
2: Yeah, but I thought snakes laid eggs. They do. So what the fuck is all that about? Don't know. See, there we need clarification. I think it was an eel. That's horrid, mate. Mm. That is... Well, it, it wasn't me. It was. It was. <laughs> no. And I want to know, if, we, if we've got any listeners from that neck of the woods who work for a Maharaja, perhaps and lived in the 1930s... Mm. If they could confirm what that dish was, uh, wash, uh, dish wash, <laughs> wash, and what was tennis. They need to confirm what that was because I'm convinced. But
1: I do remember seeing it as a kid being like, oh my
2: God, look yeah. at that stuff. Yeah. Oh, people look at the foreigners. Oh. <laughs> oh, where's your fish and chips, you dirty <laughs> foreigner?" Et cetera, et cetera, So yeah, there's, there's that, the Indiana yeah. Jones. And then he brings her an apple and basically uses it to try and get sex when they do she's that. already yeah. been a
1: prick about dodgy food earlier on when they fall out of the plane on the life raft yes and go to the village and they're just served some like Stew. unidentified sort of slop and it's their only and it, food and it's, it's like fuck it village. eat it that's all they've got like they're, they're sharing of you and that's all they've got yeah and she's like being a snooty fucking prick about oh, it yeah. yeah.
2: my kids laughed out loud on that lifeboat scene it's so terrible when they <laughs> fall out the plane yeah it it's floats. well. It,
0: People who complain about stuff in the sequels and stuff.
2: <laughs> that. <laughs> that is so
0: bad. It's so
2: bad. Yeah. Even at the time. That's shocking. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, me, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom involving child labour in Upper Prakash. Did
1: you ever have a terrible meeting the in-laws experience?
2: Oh, yeah, but not yeah at the dinner table. Oh, this is a good one. This, this is genuinely true. <laughs> so my in-laws... Love them to bits Genuinely Love them to bits Just for for the disclaimer (laughs) But My mother-in-law Has an unfortunate Turn of phrase At the dinner table She has a room That is a hallway (laughs) That leads to the dining room Where they keep shoes There's like washing powder Some might call it a scullery Or a utility room Mm. She at the dinner table Back passage? No She calls it The glory hole (laughs) Right And I have had to sit at the table. There's
1: no one pulled her up on this?
2: I've had to sit at the table now for 15, 16 years, trying to hide my laughter. My brother-in-law... Matthew, can you put it in the glory hole? Yes. My glory hole's really dirty. Oh, it's cold in the glory hole. There's a big cock in the glory hole.
1: Has <laughs> no one said... It
0: like-
2: now, my brother-in-law last year, bless him, has been chortling along with me constantly. And we explained Why to our oh, I a don't glory know. I, appra- <laughs> no. But I looked on Fess Hole the other day and somebody else has put, my mum keeps putting, calling this room the glory hole. Mm. Anyway, he started laughing and she's like, what, what, what? And he had a few too many beers and he said, I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you what this means, and he just basically said it at the dinner table with all the. I was like, "This is amazing." How this graphic is. did he go with his description? Oh, full on. He said, "Do you know that the glory hole is an area where men put their in the with the, and then people stand in the glory hole and get the with the and get covered in." And, <laughs> and like to be fair, she was horrified sure, yeah and, yeah i know, I know <laughs> yeah. and how do you think i met your father horrified but intrigued horrified and found it hilarious mm. and now she makes a but now she makes a point of saying well i can't call it the glory hole anymore no so she calls it the was it the Pukaki cafe <laughs> 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 so, but, yeah, so yeah so yeah yeah well i was thinking about meet the parents oh cat yeah walking. yeah
1: where Ben Stiller has the the meal with De Niro and, mm. and crew, and it just goes, you know, as bad as oh, it's so bad, uh, it's um, awful. He, they've already set the gag up with the the ashes in the in the urn, and he's already like been maligned for losing his suitcase and not having carried everything, so not picking really,
2: the right color car. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> being a malnurse. So
1: fucking nit nitpicking. Anyway, we have got the famous. I could milk. I don't know how he gets onto it about milking cats. You You can can milk anything with nipples. I've got nipples, fuck. (laughs) 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 And then opening the bottle of champagne and the cork flying off and knocking the urn over and all that sort of like going completely belly up, Mm. which it continues to do throughout the film. But that particular scene was one that I thought of.
2: Yeah. How bad are the follow-ups? De Niro, oh dude. I wouldn't touch any of them again,
1: to be honest with you, but the first one is the best one. It's just like Oh, De Niro doing comedy. Yeah, he's pretty good at it, but I don't need to see it mm. a million times over. It was funny once, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah.
0: American Beauty mm. has our favorite asparagus. Uh, sex offender. Yeah, sex offender is he our favorite? I don't know. Army Hammer we seem to like as well. Yeah, yeah he gets there's a, a documentary coming out about him. Yeah, House of Hammer. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. So Lester Burnham chucks some asparagus, asparagus? A of asparagus. Yeah, yeah, against the wall. I think improvised. They didn't know he was going to do that. Like much of his performance in that movie what else have I got on here Ferris Bueller's Day Off I know is one that you like has the snooty maitre d who's convinced by Ferris that he's actually wealthy and powerful and they get a big free lunch I don't know if this counts bad taste the sort of yummy alien stew Do you that know they what pass I've,
2: around yeah. yeah I thought of that I was yeah. thinking of
0: that one yeah it's kind of a dinner I've been mm. to, to probably worse
1: Oh
2: well, you could have
1: <laughs> like linked in with that you could have brain dead yeah with the the ear and stuff falling into the, yeah, meal or whatever it was. Yeah,
0: my children. Whatever we do, the, the the moaning doesn't work, and the cajoling and the convincing and any other strategies, they still eat like chimpanzees with their <laughs> hands and stuff. <laughs> I don't know what I can do about it.
2: At least they're eating. That's all you got to say.
0: Yeah, yeah. So there
2: was that. My last one is a film that I have. I, I I really do enjoy it in a strange way. Remains of the Day, with Anthony Hopkins and Emma Thompson. It's oh, I saw a, this not so long ago. Yeah. A merchant ivory he's, a, he's a servant. Film. He plays... A butler. Uh, yeah, Mr... Oh, no, I'm going to... Oh. It's this unrequited love story. Yes, yeah. it is. And his dad's the butler as well, who's retired, mm. and he takes he's taking over... And if you're a butler, you're known as a mister, not as a boy, and all this stuff. And it's all incredible formality hmm. and class system and them downstairs. Yeah. But there's a it, it, basically Hopkins plays a butler to Lord begins with a D, and I can't remember it, but basically, he's a Nazi sympathizer uh, during, prior to the war who is entertaining various people who don't actually believe that the Nazis are as bad as they are and are going to commit all the stuff they're going to do. And he hosts a large dinner party. And it's very tense because you have Germans standing up and talking and claiming that this is all just blown out of the water and nothing like that's going to happen. And then Christopher Reeve's character stands up and he plays an American Senator whose name is, is again classic notes wrote it down really badly but basically reeve stands up and it's this very awkward situation where all the all of the people in the dinner table are sort of landed gentry they're all gentlemen and everyone's just fake pat on the back crappy, oh, I'd like to raise a toast to Lord Darcy who does this and that and the other. And he stands up and says, I'd like to raise a toast to the fact that all of you need to realise that we need professionals running politics and not just gentlemen, because you don't understand what's coming around the corner with Adolf Hitler and all this sort of stuff. And there's fantastic silences. There's Anthony Hopkins who's the butler standing there and he realises how awkward this is. Uh-huh. and, and it, It's just... It's a very old way of looking at how people's behaviour is characterised by their class, and it's it's worth a revisit. It's on BBC Yeah, I enjoyed two. it a lot more than I thought yeah, I, I would it's have a, done. It's, it's on BBC yeah. Two, I think, next week, because I was just actually looking while I was writing this down. I was like, I want next on. Mm. And mm. it's randomly on at quarter past two, so all those people that work at home who do fuck all can watch <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's me. I've also got
1: a few. A Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, is it Sally? What's the girl who survives? Yeah, she's tied up and forced to endure this horrendous dinner time yeah with the family
0: they cut her finger and yeah, they're all howling that, and cackling they're and- trying
1: to get the grandfather to whack her with a hammer so it becomes mm. appalling comedy scene yeah where they just can't get him to grip the hammer hard enough to to whack her in the head and eventually she does escape but i read today that they filmed that because the guy was so old mm. and decrepit that they had to film it just keep rolling so they did 36 hours of continuous filming and it was a appallingly hot and the conditions were fucking dreadful mm. and everyone was just sweating and some people said it was one of the guys in the crew said it was the hardest thing he'd ever done in his life and he'd served in vietnam
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my god so,
1: yeah but the scene did turn out really well so you know i guess that's good annie hall have you seen that very similar movie to
0: almost identical like it's or-
1: like a remake they have a it's an easter meal and it's one of those ones where Woody Allen breaks the fourth wall, so he's clearly Jewish, and the grandmother of Annie Hall, whose family he's with, clearly doesn't like him. he calls her a classic Jew hater. And then he pictures himself as like a you know the Orthodox Jew full on thing. He's like dressed up, and then then he imagines himself at his own family because he's with her family, and it's all, everyone's very well to do. It's a bit like Remains of the Day; they're all you know very. Cultural and and sophisticated. Then he imagines his family back in New York, and they're all arguing and shouting and talking over each other. And it does a split screen of the two, and it's quite cool actually. Mm-hmm. And then after after that scene, Christopher Walken does some really weird shit as well. So there's that. Edward Scissorhands. He oh, has course, he yeah, has a, a scene where he tries to eat and he can't do it. There's something wrong with him. His hand. I forget what it was, but something wrong with his hands. He can't um, can't grip anything. Yeah, to, some to, plot to hole, eat. And Lady in the Tramp. Two dogs, spaghetti. We've seen that quite a few times. Yeah. What should I finish up with? And Psycho, oh. Bateman takes Paul Allen. Mm. Is that his name? Yeah, Jared Leto's yes, character. Well they he can never get tickets to the real snooty restaurant, and so they go to I forget the name of it, some Mexican sounding name, and it's dead. And they're just talking about, it, and he just like keeps hassling him, like, "How did you get the account for?" For such and such a thingy and he starts talking and he just like, you know, it's just one of those mad moments where he goes, Do you know I like to murder young women and I'm also completely insane? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and the the waiter they're clearly not interested in the waiter saying, Would you like to hear about the specials? And he says, Would you like to keep your spleen? (laughs) Yeah (laughs) And then obviously having seen the film before and you know what's going to happen to Jared Leto's character as well you're just like fucking love this <laughs> yeah or does it well this is very true yeah. mm. and also poor, not to miss the point of the film yeah. it's not just about enjoying the murdering is it old boy
0: you seen that yeah, yeah. Uh, Ode Sue when he's finally free from his imprisonment eats a whole live octopus mm. Oh. um yeah and the guy actually did it and it was a buddhist so he had to pray for forgiveness i think afterwards wow i did have a few others boyhood that you chose for us to watch on the pod i think or someone did the richard linklater one had the uh, the alcoholic stepdad who hurled the glass of water mm-hmm. across the table during a dinner scene i remember that being a pretty powerful one i did have a few others but i don't think they were terribly interesting
1: we've had a whole lot of nominations on, online. Well, let's um, hear some of them. I had
0: we, Ratatouille. There's probably got to be oh, yeah. some
2: restaurants. A lovely film, that. that. Mm. Yeah. Lovely film.
1: We had Django Unchained, the, obviously, the DiCaprio oh, yeah. smashing his hand and the real great scene at Candyland, isn't it? Then Pulp Fiction in the Diner. Yeah. Temple of Doom again has been nominated. Hannibal, Ray Liotta, Mr. Yeah. Creosote from the Meaning of Life. That was Darren Lethley with us. It's a great shout. More Temple of Doom. A lot Uh, of love for
0: Temple of Doom.
1: Yeah, so that's good. I think Mr. Creosote's a great shout. Meaning of life. I
2: think Mr. Creosote is a great shout because it's still referenced Mm. in some format. Not many people can remember it's Mr. Creosote, but they still remember Do you think
1: Django's good as well? I mean, that was a pretty powerful scene. Mm -hmm. Let's mull it over. We've got to next week before we have to to commit. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Mind you, we've got three of us. three
0: of us. Let's put one in now and one later.
1: Okay, well, I'm going to put in The Godfather.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely going with a similar caliber of movie with the Nutty <laughs> Professor.
2: <laughs> I think I will go for. I think I'll do Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's a good shout. That as a yeah. child. Mm.
1: Okay, and then I think we should put in Mr. Creosote. All right, and then and we'll him. we'll mull over our, our final contender for next week. Love it. Right, more train. Thematic content, yeah. I nominated Train to Busan, which I had never seen, so this was a good opportunity to inflict this upon you. How are you a bit uh,
2: I was hoping trepidation about this one. I was hoping it was the home videos I took in 2002 when I did catch a train to Busan with Peter of the pod. Busan is a beautiful place in South Korea, nice, a lot of drinking took place in Busan. It's seen as the they're known as the Irish of Asia because they are <laughs> full-on partying. Okay, uh, that's cool. There you go. Bit of, bit Is that of, where
1: you went? saw a former professional footballer disappear up a certain hill? There was some ex-footballer, former
2: Fil- singer. Oh yes, yeah, former singer. <laughs> yeah, we played we played pool with Filmer singer, and he had an incredible cue. Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You, can,
3: you can edit this bit out as well but I played football with a filmy singer at Leeds and he does have an incredible cool
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so we've established that Korea a nice place to visit um, if you like snooker yeah, um, uh, not during the beginning
0: of a zombie outbreak as occurs in this movie
1: yeah and the first thing that we see is cars going through checkpoints yeah there's a pig farmer, isn't it? There's a guy and there's a bit of, oh, come on, let me through. Yeah. I need to fucking get out of here. And the guy's like, yeah, don't worry. You, can, you know, it sends him through and the guy reaches for his phone that's ringing. There's a lesson to be learned here. Leave the phone, you know, nothing's that important. I and mean, he hits something while he's reaching for the phone and it turns out to not be a human, so it's okay, it's just an animal.
2: There's yeah. a lot of mess on the road.
1: Yeah, it's a big blood smear and it's a the deer. Car,
2: car is relatively unscathed,
1: though. It doesn't really even check it.
2: No I've hit a deer in a car and it was mangled, both car and deer. Did you really? Deer. Yeah, yeah, the deer ran off and your car gets proper fooked. So I was, again... There's...
1: So you're calling bullshit on him being able to just yeah, drive away. Yeah,
2: I think he would have just
1: sort of... But it's all right because the deer... Does suddenly spring back to not not quite to life. It's undead. It's got the. It's
2: got glaucoma as well. Yeah,
1: it's got that cold dead eye thing and looks slightly disgruntled, probably because it's been hit by a car. I'd imagine. And so that's it. We're we're in into like a a a universe where there is some kind of zombie virus type thing. Yes. Going around.
0: Yeah. And like most good zombie movies, it's about the people that are. Not affected yeah. by it more than the actual zombies and the principal people who were affected by it in this case are Su-An and so- Siok-Wu Siok-Wu is kind of a deadbeat dad separated from yeah. his mother he's a
2: farm manager so he's soulless yeah is he the Squid Games dude
1: no I don't well I don't think so he's but- in
2: Squid Games it said on the IMDB so oh okay I, mean, I was, needed somebody to verify exactly it might he be was. the guy
1: that's on the platform actually that that convinces him to join the school Games. Anyhow. The other guy that we recognised was from the, the gangster, the cop, his wife and their lover or something. Yeah. You guys, you and Dan reviewed on the pod. He doesn't have
0: much of a relationship with his daughter. He,
2: it's he's bought one, her a
0: PlayStation yeah. Wii, hasn't he? And he's already bought her like two before for... Children's what great Day dad
2: or she's just fucking ungrateful so he doesn't That's a- two ni- two nintendos that'd be amazing
0: he's sort of poured himself into his work away from mm. splitting up with his family but he's promised that he'll get his daughter back to busan and she she broke down they have this conversation at the beginning she was at a singing competition and she couldn't follow through she couldn't finish the song and it b- plays into the climax yeah. of the movie
2: And and she gets laughed at, and he kind of gets a gut sensation of, "Oh, maybe I should be less of a shit dad." Mm.
0: So he's got to get her to Busan to meet up with her mother, and uh, they go and board the train. Thank God he decided to take her with her because at one point (laughs) she was just going to go by herself. Yeah,
2: and just at the last minute in Asia, actually. Yeah, you get when you're out in Japan and Korea. What we would never do is let kids of that age just get the train on their own. And they do. They, from about five or six years old, they get on trains all the time.
0: She's got a phone, so... But, yeah, so they're on the train, and just at the last minute, as the doors close, this woman gets on.
2: Yeah,
1: not looking in great nick. No.
2: And she looks out the window. The little girl looks out the window and sees a couple of people get savaged.
1: Yeah, but the one that's got on the train, she knows that she's got it right mm. and she says oh please forgive me Yeah, it's very selfish I think to get on the train Exactly. she's trying to apply a tourniquet around she's got a, a, leg. a leg wound and you can see the, the veins are going all black where it's spreading up and mm. she's trying to delay it or would stop you it, chop it altogether your off? well I think
0: if you were able to probably mm. would I'm not sure that would work in this universe it seems like you
1: turn pretty quickly
0: away, well, except when it. the plot needs you to oh, that's,
2: yeah I was going to mention that
1: so, it's, yeah, that is the the catalyst for everything going fucking completely Pete Tong on this train. So you get this... You've got a zombie movie going on,
0: but you've also got this kind of diehard or speed-type element to mm. like, this action-thrillery-type thing where you've got zombies aboard a... like, you know, and, and people mm. in a situation. And it pretty quickly escalates.
1: Yeah, these are not your zombies from, say, The Walking Dead, the slow kind of... No. These are, like rage monsters they're
0: contortionist sort of speed zombies like a little bit like the world war z yes
2: exactly kind
1: kind of zombie they're fast and and hate-filled and rage (laughs) and they're
0: not like you know how sometimes zombies become like instantly decapitatable or dismemberable they're not like that in this a lot of the, the the attacking is like blunt objects and fists and
1: yeah the so these are zombies that have because they're on the train, they have turned. They are still in a decent state of repair. Mm. They're not. They're not falling. You know, the flesh isn't hanging yeah, off their arms. The bones, they're they're still fairly human. It's just that they've got this virus, so they're tough to to well, beat.
2: And it, at this point, the conductor gets reported to him that there was a dishevelled gentleman mm. who also got on, who's this homeless guy that's not zombified yet. Yeah, but he's in a state of.
0: He's almost, discombobulated. Yeah, cat-
2: he's almost catatonic. But mm. He's gibbering something. Mm. Everyone, is he saying everyone is dead? Everyone yeah. Is dead?
0: Some of the other characters that we've been introduced to have some peril, which is Mardong Siok, that we saw in the Gangster the Cop and yeah. the Devil you were talking about. Yeah. He is a expecting father, and he hasn't named his kid yet.
2: I have to say, this. this is such a white... Middle-class man thing to say. Every time I saw this guy, I kept thinking of the guy from Doctor Strange. Oh, bet it Yes, he looks. Think, he does. He does look he a has bit a similar. similar, similar to him, to yeah. He seems to have that witted nature, sort of no-nonsense. Yeah, I really like this guy. Yeah, I, I liked him too. I he was he great was in wrong.
0: that movie that that Dan and I watched. um Yeah, he's really good in this as well.
1: I thought. Yeah, he's the 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 father. His his missus there. She's pregnant, but mm. he seems really henpecked. And <laughs> she's in the bathroom, mm. and someone's trying to get in, and she's just no one's allowed to be around there. And he has to keep people away, and seems like he's having a bit of a hard time with everything. And they
0: batter up the doors at either end to kind of keep the the zombies out. And then the is this when the conductor or the train driver says they're going to arrive at Dijon station, and the military's there, and everything's going to be fine. But when they turn up, it's empty. And it's like really quiet and eerie. Yeah, because then... what happens
1: is that we didn't really mention it, but the the lady who's got on that's that's got the infection, she she turns, and just a, a whole carriage is then yeah. zombified within just a few seconds. She gets, and you just hear this bloodbath of people fighting it and screaming it and getting bitten and turning, and they make their way down the train and they realise that the pregnant lady realises that if they can't see you, they'll sort of calm down. So they. She splashes water on the door and just puts newspaper up. And yeah. it's just as simple as that. They just get a bit of respite. And then, like you say, Riggs, they, they, they're they told, right, we're going to get to the station. It's heavily militarised now. Yeah. We'll be looked after. It'll be okay. You'll get help.
2: Well, one of the carriages that was savaged had a school baseball team. Yeah. In so there's a couple of characters in there, and they don't actually off. get
0: savaged until later. A lot of them survive this first bit because oh, sorry, there's yes, 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 a sir. young, there's like a little romance going on between a girl and one of the high school football team guys that's there, yeah. And then they arrive there at the station, it's a ghost town, it's a ghost town, and then suddenly it's not. There's just legions of zombified really? military but, but guys, it's horrendous.
2: Texted and spoken to a person. A yeah, that's what yeah, they
0: contact him now to say oh we'll pull you out at the at Busan, you just got to get there. So there's quite a lot going on actually at this point as well.
1: I really like the bit here at the station because they it culminates with them running mm. and then a shitload of zombies just being pressed up against the glass you know doing the uh, Yeah, trying yeah
0: to multiple do times. And it, it smashes. smashes and I thought yeah. it looked fucking yeah, great I when thought, that Yeah, I thought you know
2: what? That was exactly what I thought. Wow, yeah. that looks pretty real.
0: Yeah. There's like multiple times in this people are at doors that they can see through to the other side and are stopped. It, it happens between Sokwu and Sunghua. if that's his name. That first of all, because he's not going to let him through, and yeah. then he does let him through, and then it happens later in reverse. Yeah. And that, yeah, there's a lot of that. I think there's a big immigration theme with people, you know, letting people in and out of places and that plays through as well with what happens later. So yeah, they all head back to the train.
1: Of course, you know they're going because it's train to Busan, and they're not at Busan. So, yeah. <laughs> well, this can't be it. They've got a, some more train dramas. They get split up now to, mm. to to ratchet up the drama. So the the child and the pregnant wife are in carriage thirteen, 50, yeah, and they're in carriage eight. Something Nine, like. yeah, yeah. And so they need to get through basically like a computer game level yeah. after level to get to to the to their partners
0: and there's another sort of carriage up 15 that's got loads of people in it including this asshole coo
1: of stallion industries they've just barricaded themselves and they're not interested in helping anyone else Mm. it's you know it's it's sort of become every man for himself and they're just trying to they've sprayed up
0: they've sprayed up the door with um fire extinguisher fire extinguisher i love all that like neat little problem solving this (laughs) sort of stuff
1: yeah, so they're not they're just trying to keep away from it all. The others have got to make this journey now up. I think five carriages, but they're not, you know, they're not tooled up. This wasn't going to be a journey where you'd have a load of stuff <laughs> at hand. So they they effectively tape their hands and yeah. and forearms up so they can batter things without getting bitten. And then it's just hand to hand really through the it, first carriage. it is, Yeah, yeah. yeah doesn't they well. they pick up a baseball bat and a few other bits and pieces, but really it's this is you know close combat with a relentless rage monster trying to bite you yeah. it's pretty scary
0: it's it's a lot you know there's like there's shields being smashed on yeah. feet and like a wrestling type move at one point point you know and then all their hard work there's just their reward is more zombies sort yeah. of thing and it looks really hard they just do like one room and you think god they've got a lot to do but then suddenly is this when they go into the tunnel yes yeah And suddenly they just, all the zombies stop and we learn some new things about these zombies. They have got these glazed over white eyes and apparently they can't see anything. They can't smell like other zombies normally can. And so when they go in the tunnel, they just all stop and a ball drops and they all follow the noise of the ball. And they realize, okay, we can use this to our advantage. So suddenly it's not so bad. So they do that a few times, sneak through a few places and they're up to like the tunnel, blah, blah, car 12, I think, just before... The last one. And then he uses his ringtone, I think, to distract him,
2: doesn't he? That's against
1: the baseball team, yeah. Yeah. Because they go through tunnel, they're they're able to sneak behind some chairs and then you can see him saying it up. He just pushes the phone down to one end, Mm. makes it ring. They all scuttle down and they just calmly kind of make their way past it's quite cool actually
0: it's looking quite bad with the the high school team because that guy doesn't want to beat his mates to death really i can see that but where were were the situation reversed if you had to beat me and howie to death right now
1: yeah you're not even zombies (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm,
0: i'm on the brink i'm thinking about it yeah yeah and then they do meet up with the family and it's this big emotional moment where they're meeting his wife and his daughter and it has to be done in complete silence mm. so really affecting
1: and they've got the the disheveled man is with them as well isn't he yeah, yeah. The homeless dude. yeah he's there he's still made it this far
2: and their relationship builds something that i found tricky because obviously if you've gotten onto the facts it's in subtitles yeah. is there it wasn't detrimental to the plot but there was obviously scenes involving him looking at text messages yeah. And the text yeah. messages are written in Korean yeah. which is completely indecipherable. They too. were from
0: it said ex-wife that's what he had her in his phone as. Can you believe it? Ex-wife. That's Could be it. worse yeah. I suppose. Current wife. <laughs> but, but the two the
1: two male leads they've had an uneasy relationship because yeah. the, the very first interaction they have is is what's his face basically not out. letting him in. He closes yeah. the door on them and he has to force his way through.
0: Which so is a reflection
2: he, of his shallow self. Yeah. Well, and also he
1: starts with this
0: attitude of, oh, you have to fuck everybody over. And he yes, gradually learns yeah. that, no, you have to help people. But just that's, as-
1: that's not a great basis to start a, you know, a relationship or yeah. a, an interaction anyway. So they've, they've got that, that, Sort of unease, but they start to bond a bit. Well, the-
0: he the, he says to him, he understands the sacrifices that a father makes. You know, that his commitment to financing his family and the toll that it takes on him. And it is a nice moment, just because mm. he is a bit of an asshole, but somebody recognises actually it's a bit hard for him as well. Yeah. So after being initially hostile, watching their friendship grow is mm. like a really cool part of this. And then anyway, now it becomes the immigration thing becomes really explicit because they're trying to get into car fifteen. And they're like negotiating with to let them in. They're saying it's the like, infected, no. <laughs> and
1: yeah, get to Rwanda. <laughs> create
0: the climate of fear, and they can't Dean, come, let me in. <laughs> they Pretty can't says come no. in. And they, yeah, exactly. And then so they make them quarantine, don't they? In the end bit, but then it serves to be their undoing as the sister of one of the characters we haven't even talked about yet lets the zombies into the carriage.
1: Yeah, she freaks out about.
0: Well, she's just like you lived your life so well, and look what's happened to you. And she can see her on the other side. Yeah. Why did you do it? She's just like humanity's awful. And I agreed with her. Just let the zombies in. Let us all die.
2: She was quite a um, uh, a slow paced zombie. Her sister that was turned. Yeah. She's, she was an old lady, wasn't she? She still looked faintly lovable, even
0: as a horrifying you'd zombie. Still slip the tongue in? Is that what you're saying? No, but she, you know, you could have given her a cuddle
2: yeah. and then a finger
0: anyway so yeah the, they all come in and you think everybody's dying uh, in there but the asshole CEO COO and the cowardly he's steward, awful mm, oh. they've survived by hiding in the
1: toilet we've all done it
2: yep <laughs> Every,
1: I have done that at a kid's party when I had a hangover I just went and hid in a toilet <laughs> I often describe things just like jokingly when we're chatting online mm-hmm. like everyone everyone died or they all died and yeah. I, this nearly could be true of this movie
0: yeah. it does become a bit like that in the yeah. end yeah um, but you form an attachment to virtually every character so it does become meaningful when Sung Hwa
1: oh god well you know that when he dies. they're not all going to make it through you just know that it can't be like that you but know. a
0: surprising it, amount of them don't make it yeah. through it's, well he
1: gets bitten on the hand doesn't he when yeah. the the big strong guy he's, he's trying to hold them back and he gets he's in a, a fight and one does manage to get him on the hand you're like fuck yeah because there's, you know, that's death sentence, yeah. you're gonna. So he if he sacrifices himself, he pins them all back and he shouts through to his wife yeah. He's pregnant about the the kid's name. I can't, what does he say, like name after him or did he just have a Yon name?
0: So you Yu was the name he gave, that's I don't right. understand the significance of it, but he's got one of them in that body slam type position as he? he's holding them all back. And he's and
1: he's, he's, he's fighting it, but he's yeah. turning as he's fighting them off and they all have to get, get away as far as they can. Yeah.
2: He'd be a horrendous ru- zombie to come up against. Yeah.
1: And we're running out of train as well. well running out yeah. running out of carriages.
2: And running out of line. Yeah. Rail track. even, sorry.
0: And and they have to fight the carriage of living as well, don't they? They're fed up with having to fight the zombies. <laughs> They've got to fight the living too. And he goes straight and he smacks the COO, doesn't he? So, whoa. Yeah. I was pleased about that. Yeah.
2: This is the point where I thought, I was actually watching it going, I know the world of CGI is often indecipherable in from reality or whatnot it looked really good how they'd made the train station Mm. completely fucked it just looked properly like there was a train on fire there was a train derailed on its side and well there was some practical stuff in
0: there as well with real trains and yeah so
2: and there comes a cgi scene which is coming up which i was really impressed with which we'll go into at some point
0: so, yeah, they get to this blockage on the track and the driver says he'll get another train working on the other track. Just got
2: to find and the keys. Run over the and he
0: runs over to go and get it. And then they make a break for it and they get on the working train. And then, unbelievably, the asshole COO and the steward make it as well. He sacrifices the steward on the way. Yeah. It's this very done, sporting of him. Yeah. And then there's a huge smash, isn't it? They see it yes. rumbling in the ground first, yeah. and then it just goes absolutely bonkers where the train collides.
2: It looks really horrible, mm. as in like, because they're trapped underneath a train that's leaned yeah. onto the. Side of another train and it's all on fire and it's creaking. It's Mm. it's real Poseidon adventure stuff here. It's real disaster movie Mm. at this point.
0: It's where the homeless guy sacrifices himself and I think the two kids have sacrificed themselves as well. So all we've got left is the pregnant wife, the daughter. uh, Daughter Sukwoo and the asshole COO, who's made it to the train, mm. and then when they get there, chased by a whole load of zombies, all kind of hanging on. Like Which I big, really
2: thought was good scene. It was yeah. like a, a trail, like yeah. a huge trail, yeah. like a wedding dress trail of yeah. zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that train kept going, and
0: then when he t- gets there, he finds that the COO is turned, or he's turning, isn't he? Yeah. And he sort of goes like, reverts to a sort of childlike state, asking for his mother. Yeah. And then they have a big fight,
2: and he shoves his hand in the CEO's gob. Yeah, I, I was thinking he was just going to throw him off the train while he was still in that halfway house state. Yeah, wow. oh, fuck him, chuck it. I'll go. Go on, just don't faff it. That was that annoys me with horror films. I still can't get over the point that I think people are faffing. Hmm. Come on, get out of the way. Look, yeah, yeah. Just, just make the decision. There's no you need there's to be decisive. Though, yeah, decisive. Yeah. <laughs> But no, he,
0: the COO bites Wu's hand in the confrontation. He puts it in his mouth really to stop him getting the, and you're like, oh, fucking hell. Now he's going to die. The only two are going to (laughs) be these two. And so, yeah, he finally dispenses with him by sort of jumping off the train while he's tied to it. Yeah. And then he goes to, he locks them in the cabinet tells in the cabin, tells them how to slow it down because suddenly he's a, train driver
2: and uh, <laughs> there's a lever that says so stop
3: and then he goes
0: to the back of the train and turns while he thinks of the day that his daughter was born yeah, god my hilarious. fucking hell I was like in bits at this point
1: and he just face plants doesn't he just yeah just leans forward and, you see black, it in gone. shadow yeah mm. yeah it's, and the
2: train just goes
1: on. It's not the mega happy ending I was hoping for.
2: <laughs> and one. then they get to the tunnel near Busan Station, which yeah. is all blocked up by a pretty horrific train crash. Yeah. There is some body parts and bodies everywhere. <laughs> mm. That girl is going to require a lot of counseling, is mm. what I was thinking at this stage. Probably easier mm. just
1: to go full zombie, I'd have thought. Yeah, it would have really. Yeah. Um, Embrace the change. So they're. We see the other side of the tunnel, and there is just a lot of military with guns pointed at whatever's coming through that tunnel is getting shot. But right. someone hears something. He's like, "No, wait, I can hear singing," and just as if it wasn't like emotional, <laughs> emotionally charged enough, it's the the girl, the young girl, is singing the song "Aloha." Um, yeah, she wanted to sing for her dad.
2: Oh,
1: God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking grim.
3: Yeah, uh, so and
0: they and they narrowly avoid being shot <laughs> and that's the end of the movie welcome to you stumbling into an uncertain future I say
1: yeah it's good isn't it it's really good
2: mm. yeah it was like a really non-funny Shaun of the Dead With <laughs> well Edgar Wright said it's the best
1: zombie movie for years and years and years and years yeah and if he says so then it must be true was he impressed.
0: was an animation director, the guy
1: who yeah. did this. And he's um, done an animated follow-up prequel to this yeah. called something. Soul
0: Station is that the one that Lost Train to that yeah, that Soul?
1: Yeah, Soul Station is the is the prequel.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was good, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> yes. Not not the first train zombie horror movie, because there was Horror Express way back in nineteen seventy two. Alright, I don't think I've seen that. Um
0: it's like, I love, like, all the characters are really good mm. and you learn to like them all and you you get invested in all of them so it matters when they die and it's really well over the top melodramatic but sometimes subtlety can go eat a dick.
1: Well, you can't really do subtlety in this. No. It just wouldn't work. And the characters, are like, at first i think pretty one-dimensional because you know who you're supposed to like and who you're supposed to hate it's very very obvious mm. it's not you know too nuanced but then the the relationships grow you know yeah. which 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 builds it and i think it really works i prefer a slower zombie i have to say do you yeah you're shuffler yeah yeah but this was excellent i would probably uh, agree with that actually these were appropriate for the for the setting. I don't yeah. think you know a slow moving zombie on a train. You could just like avoid them quite easily. <laughs> yeah. But these were these were good. So I didn't like them. And basically, what I'm saying is, didn't like World War Z so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's War the crux Zed, of the matter.
2: They were more elastic and looked. More I just CGI. think they lost
1: any sort of like semblance of being what a zombie is. I hear they're going to do another, uh, like an American
0: remake of this. Uh And what is the point, really? Just watch this. Just watch this. It's good.
2: Yeah. And If you want to read as on book, World War Z, the book is much better than the film. Yeah, Yeah. I've heard that. That is good. It's very budget for
1: this was eight point five million US. What do you
2: reckon? Probably more because the local domestic market. Smash hit billion.
1: Not just under a billion, ninety-three million, but it did smash all kinds of records in career. Of being like, you know, number of people went to see it, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. It was so big it, in Hong Kong, it's uh, bigger than that, it's large. Yeah, it was yeah, large so big. it smashed it. Great, great success, uh, which is good because you know I'd like to see stuff like this do well.
0: And there was a follow-up. Have you seen that?
1: No, because I only seen this one. Yeah, on Saturday. All right, okay. But is it is it good? I can't
0: really remember.
1: Probably. I searched high and low, and I was able to find some children's TV content featuring a train. Yeah. Or more of a tank engine.
2: Series one episode one as well. Yeah, we
1: went right back to 1980-something. Hang on. 84, I think this was.
2: Island of Sodor, is it? Sodor, yeah. And we've been joined by a
3: fourth dad. Yeah, g'day. I heard there was some meteor in town. What is that, You brought to the party? The sweets.
1: We have got, we we
3: neglected to mention this to our audience, but we've got some quite incredible sweets this week. You haven't mentioned these already? No. I've just come in, sat down. Howie's passed me this little packet of... It says cock sweets on the right. (laughs) That's it. Is it really? Cock acid? Yeah, it actually does. Anyway, that'll explain it because they are fizzy. It nearly blew my head off.
2: At the bottom yeah. right, it does, doesn't it? It's a like cock acid.
0: The kids were allowed to choose their own sweets in yeah.
3: France, and I didn't really check what they'd chosen. <laughs> it's like the Wild West out there for sweets. Isn't you should it?
0: have seen their faces when they <laughs> ate one of those by accident. And I thought they were being well over the top, you know, like because the eldest like ran out of the room like, like. oh like and then but they're pretty punchy, aren't
3: they? They are pretty punchy. I can imagine they didn't sleep for about three days after having one of them.
0: <laughs> they are more sour than your average sour street uh, sweet quite yeah. a lot.
2: Definitely, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: Exponentially.
2: Mm.
3: Mm. Well I hope there's still gonna be some left. There's a couple there, of packs there. Yeah, right. Okay. Go. They'll go quick.
1: But yes, we watched this is Thomas the Tank Engine, not Thomas and Friends, which it later became. Yeah. We went right back to the start for Thomas the Tank Keeping Engine, season one, episode one. Doesn't it seem
0: amazing we haven't done this?
1: I know, yeah. Featuring the vocal skills of one mm. Richard Starkey, yeah,
2: <gasps> better known as Ringo Starr. Thank mm. you. Mm. Mm. He's a Same drummer. Thomas the Tank Engine,
1: and this is like literally like taking you back to introducing you to what little fucking bastard Thomas actually he's
2: is. He's a self-absorbed
0: little shit, isn't he? The first thing they do is body shame him during the <laughs> intro. Yeah, when short ta- stumpy, short stumpy boiler and dome. <laughs> <laughs> fussy yeah and cheeky they call it so he's been labelled straight away there, slagged him off right there in the fucking intro mm. um,
1: but he kind of deserves it because he's a real prick to Gordon he's just banging on about how hard he works and how much better he is than Gordon and
3: Gordon's like fuck off he says he plays tricks at him and he whistles at him yeah. does Gordon actually say fuck off It does yeah because
2: <laughs> um, yeah I, most Gordons I know <laughs> would be Thomas is effectively a slave train. No, if you look at his job description, he does nothing good. He just basically...
0: Well, his job is to, when the big trains take the carriages from the station to station, when they get there, he uncouples them and fucking shunts them around so that they Mm. can have a rest. And this is really at the core of Gordon and Thomas's dispute.
2: I wrote Gordon Honeycomb down, if any of you remember him. TV presenter in the 80s. Whenever I see Gordon, I think of Gordon Honeycomb.
1: Riggs, you just said station to station, which I don't know if you're aware is a David Bowie album. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: So one day Gordon's kind of knackered after work. He's just trying to have a kip. Yeah. And Thomas is being a prick. Wake up, do some work, troll. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Gordon stitches him right up. Yeah. He hooks him onto the back of
3: a carriage does not he yeah. he
2: effectively he's like a dog tied to a car and he drives off <laughs> yeah, yeah <basically>. now,
3: <laughs> now, now remind me because i didn't see this episode so when you say he effectively does it how do you he doesn't what decouple. do you see that what do you see coupling is there a little hand that comes out it's they not, can is just it?
0: kind of he was already attached to the things at the back end and we shunt them around and then gordon <laughs> attaches himself to the front end so Right. Just away yeah. and he's like way more powerful and uh, Thomas is doing this face like he's coming up on ecstasy. <laughs> but is it, is yeah. it like, oh. or like like major birthing breathing or, or because
3: something? Because the animation well, is yeah.
0: it's not animation it's just like, I and
1: I have not forgotten about it, but I just hadn't thought about it. It is just someone's train like a you know these grown men who have these great mm. big trains train, sets, train sets, going back like with, the, the, um, with the trees like, yeah. and everything. Peter is it Waterman? from Stock Ake Waterman. He's got one of these enormous set And it's like that because there is no animation. It's just Mm. a train set with a voiceover going Mm. on. With a different Um, face. So when you see like the fat controller, they're just like wooden things, just
0: like stationary
1: on the platform. A lot of the
0: time the hands and arms look like penises.
2: And this scene, (laughs) this specific scene was the catalyst and inspiration behind the human caterpillar. (laughs) Mm. Because Thomas at the back, Gordon shitting through the carriages, pulling him. That's exactly how the film was inspired. Yeah, so that's he teaches
0: him a lesson by scaring the bejesus out of him. him. That's how you should do. And he takes him back to the turntable, and he thinks everybody was laughing at him, and he has a big long drink. And the message is
3: never to be cheeky, to be Gordon again. It's a mature message, really, isn't it?
2: You know, don't fuck off your
3: mates because they'll do you. (laughs) (laughs) You know,
2: but it
0: it flies by only four minutes. Yes mercifully sure and gives you plenty to think about Uh, one of the things i've enjoyed about thomas the tank engine is the number of accidental innuendos that there are in the in the sort of books especially you know i've got a few examples percy's pistons pumped with pride henry had the ride of his life thomas was waiting at the harbor for a special load suddenly there it was oh dear gasped thomas that's a genuine example yeah virtually everybody in this is a bit of a prick Yeah. Like Gordon's like a pompous, arrogant prick. Thomas is a cheeky prick. Percy was infantile. <laughs> no,
2: There is a good engine. I remember Edward was a slightly larger blue version of Thomas and he just was just like a decent bloke. Yeah. He wasn't a prick. He just kind of did his job, looked after people. Yeah, uh, James was the narcissist. He, he was bright vain. red. And you had
0: Henry was the one who was infamously boarded up in a tunnel. Oh, really? Remember mm. that episode? There was Nightmare a couple Fools? of
1: episodes that were cancelled, but not for anything controversial. Unfortunately, there were really mundane reasons, like one of them was going over budget or something and they had to get rid of it. Another one, <laughs> another one they thought the plot was too complicated for kids. <laughs> really?
2: Yeah. They they kind of branched out. Thomas and Friends went to shit. I remember there was like an aeroplane. Well,
1: Ringo only did two series and then he fucked it off. Yeah. And then after that, when it was sold to the US, then George Carlin became yeah. the voice. And it was not then the fat controller either. It was... Sir so Topham Hatt, is yeah, this? Yeah, and it turned out to have a cousin or a but called like the opposite of that sir Loam hat so Loam hat. topham and loham hat yes. yeah clever
0: i think the most evil character in the whole thomas the tank engine universe has got to be salty the diesel because <laughs> eventually of course he will make all of the steam engines completely redundant due to his better fuel economy and more yeah. power and all that stuff so they'll just be headed straight to the scrapyard
1: well they'll all have to get to fuck with the not uh, they? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: When the, the French SNCF trade comes over. I
0: always think the one of the most fascinating or biggest questions in the Thomas the Tank engine universe is just how much free will they actually have. None. Surely.
3: I think their their path is set, really. They have to too. <laughs> Literally. They can kind of yeah.
0: go
1: backwards and forwards a bit. Oh, I suppose uh-huh. they can use the the
3: turning thing. The turntable. Yeah, the
1: turntable to, to get on a different track, I guess.
3: Yeah, well they I suppose if he can Gordon can put thomas on the on another train. he could just hook himself up and slide away, yeah, but essentially all
1: the all the animation is I think they just have interchangeable facial expressions, yeah. but that doesn't change within the scene, so no. it'll just be
3: like. His cum face
1: will be replaced by a death
3: face. <laughs> yeah. yes, that's, yeah. that's all that happens.
0: And they're nearly all chillingly horrible. It makes
3: well. you wonder how it went over budget. You think that <laughs> yeah, it I must know. have just been going out on the piss every day, every lunchtime, <laughs> just going down the Ritz. Oh, it's another one. We'll not one out. Oh, we need more money. It's gone uh, over budget. Ringo's fucking yeah. all <laughs> the money up the
0: wall. What a bastard. Anyone got the origin of Thomas the Tank Engine? Yeah. guy trying to groom a 12-year-old or something?
1: No, it was a book originally.
3: (coughs) Some people are really into trains. There's a thing, isn't there? I mean, I like a train. I must say it's my favourite mode of transport for sure. But these old classic ones, the sets, the the toys and everything that went out on this, this was crazy. This was another level. Is
2: that shop still in town, the one by the hospital on the parade? The one that sells model trains. Yeah. There's like three customers appearing. See, it's. That had a Thomas in the window, I saw.
1: (sighs) This was based on a book. It was the Railway Series books by Reverend W. Audrey. Yes, that's the one. Mm. So it was about grooming. <laughs>
0: is there a god? god. <laughs> is there a god train?
2: Is there like something with religious iconography that we've missed out on here? No, yeah.
1: probably not. But it does. Yeah, like I said, it does whiz by in four minutes, and I wasn't. I didn't hate it. No, I say.
2: and we've all watched it growing up, and the theme tune is instantly res- recognisable. Mm. Were you kids ever into it? No, what about the theme tune? <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: two, there's four, there's six, and eight. Thomas, that's not the theme tune,
2: yeah. That's
0: that's two the other one. There's right. six,
2: there's eight. There's Thomas, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Great. They are a bunch of fucking trains. I'm watching this. I want to go away. It's just,
1: yeah. I don't know that my daughter ever watched it when she was younger.
0: Do you ever play with, she ever play with a train? No.
3: Never we see- had trains, but it wasn't Thomas. It was just other trains, you know, to push around. But I remember watching this as a kid. It was one of those things, you know, that, yeah. that was on at the time. And you just kind of looked at it and it was quick and it, it did have these little messages or not quite message messages characters that would annoy you enough or make an impression on you enough that you would remember them for mm. a little bit afterwards mm. whether they were nice or not it was, they were just kind of odd stories sometimes
2: yeah. i have to pick up sody on the, on the fact that i think i agreed that there wasn't any animation i think in thomas and friends they had the thing with the eyes that would spin
1: yeah it gradually got more sophisticated yeah, until it, sophisticated. it became Hybrid of of, that's
3: where the budget went. Yeah, Yeah,
1: they they did start going for some proper animation. (laughs) It went went full CGI, so that's muddied the waters a little bit. But I think I was all right with this Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. four minutes, minutes. my messages were probably pretty fucking awful, judging on this first
2: episode, though.
1: I would think. Yeah, but I'm all for that.
2: (laughs) Bit of fat shaming. Don't mess with old adults, who are going to deck you.
1: Yeah, cool. That's it for another week. Dan, you at college next week?
3: I'll have to check. I am, but, but uh, I don't know we, which day.
1: We do it Monday. You'd I'm in. You'll be good to go. Monday. Because uh, you need to nominate. you
0: Is it? Yes, yeah.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah. I will um, do been that. There's some
0: strong theme stuff going on recently, Dan. Is that you? You Didn't I do the week crumpled? before? But, no, all right.
3: It's all been a bit. Yeah. Okay. It's all been a h- higgledy-piggledy, but I will get something to us all in the next twenty-four hours. Cool,
1: and we're going to disappear and have a nice steaming hot coffee cup, steaming hot cup Shit. of Regal. <laughs> yeah, of Regal. Have you seen that? A cup Force,
0: of Regal. Tradition. Force and tradition. My, my distilled coffee essence.
1: Yeah. So all that remains is to say, Sidy, signing out. out.
3: Dan's gone. How we can. Bo- <laughs>